Are you ready to tackle your goals? Like creating a course, launching a podcast, opening a storefront, or growing your team? It's time to take action, and I'm here to help. My name's Kelsey Knutson, and this is the Get Shit Done Podcast. Learn from industry experts, fellow entrepreneurs, and your favorite business coach, aka me. We keep it real and share all of the struggles and triumphs, plus the good, bad, and ugly parts of running a business. Get ready for some real, honest conversations about life, business, and mindset, all to help you be inspired and ready to take on the world. Now let's jump on in to this week's episode. I don't know if you're like me, but I have no problem saying yes to stuff. I have a hard time saying no. And that is what inspired today's topic, (laughs) because today I am going to help you build your hell yes filter. I have a theory on this backed up by science. No, backed up by me and my personal just opinion. I think oftentimes it's hard to say no because we haven't taken the time to figure out what we really want. You know, I, I'm really good at negotiating with myself and there's been opportunities in my business that have come up that in my gut don't feel right, but I will spin it in a way to convince myself that it's a great opportunity and I explore things sometimes prematurely, sometimes for the wrong reasons, sometimes for ego reasons. And if I'm honest, it's because in those chapters when that has happened, I lack a sense of clarity. And I feel like that might be a boat that you're also swimming in. That's so the wrong analogy. That might be a boat that you're also rowing in with me. So I thought it would be really important today to sit and build your own very personal hell yes filter. I encourage my clients to become very clear and decisive in business. And the reason I encourage all of them to do this is there will come a day where they won't need me anymore, or they'll come a day in their business where They need to make changes or massive growth is available to them. And I think when you have your own business, no one is really there to tell you what to do. And sometimes we feel like we need someone to just tell us what to do. And I think at the root of that is a lack of clarity. And that's why we're going to build that filter today. So that way, if you're ever in that position where someone approaches you for a partnership or a brand deal or a collab or some kind of amazing opportunity before you just jump on it, run your idea, concept, question, opportunity through this filter, and then you'll know by the end of it whether it's for you or it's not for you. Because I don't know about you, but I'm a busy girl, and I only at this point in my life, both personally and professionally, I want to put my time and energy to the things that are a for sure yes, right? Doesn't that sound awesome? A for sure yes client offers that I'm providing speaking engagements that I want to do, hobbies that I want to do. And we're going to talk about all of those things today. And again, help you walk away with your own personal hell yes filter. So let's jump on in. For the sake of example, we're just going to say you got offered a really interesting slash cool opportunity. This has happened to me more times than I would like to admit. And if I'm going to be real, real, I historically... I will trust people too quick. And I'm sorry, some people may be listening to this episode and they're like, shit, is that me? It might be. And no disrespect, but sometimes in the past, I would make decisions from a place that was not solid. So I would commit to doing something, partner with something, pay for something that I didn't take the time to really assess 
if it was the right fit. And then that just leads to disappointment. So pretend you just got presented one of those things. I don't want to be too specific because I don't want to out people. But say you just got presented an opportunity and on the surface, you're excited. It sounds cool. Ego-wise, maybe really interesting and helpful in getting your name out there. But before you say yes, and on the flip side, maybe it's scary, intimidating. You're thinking of saying no, you're not worthy, you have doubt, fear, whatever end of the spectrum you are sitting on. Before you make a decision, run it through these questions. And we're going to dissect all of them together. So the first question is this. If you had zero dollars in the bank or a million dollars in the bank, would you still make this decision? Because if you are making big, life-altering, personal or business decisions out of a place of abundance, meaning money is no object, your needs are met, this is just a cool opportunity, it feels good, that is so different than if you have zero dollars in the bank, you are desperate for money, and this could be a way to hopefully give you a quote-unquote quick win. If you're making it because of option B, it might not be the right solution for you. And I think we are so good at getting sold to, especially with social media. I hate to nag on it, but it's just really top of mind right now. And especially in the coaching space, I just heard someone the other day, she spent eight grand for a business mastermind of other business owners that weren't even full-time yet. And I'm still so angry based off of what she told me because I feel like this person was forced into a program that was not the right solution to her business at that time. But she was sold this image of like, work from anywhere, work whenever hours you want, we'll get you zero to 6K in six months or whatever the tagline was. And she was really sold this vision. And I think ethically, the coach shouldn't have pushed her through. I don't know the coach, but just based off of what I was told, I don't think it was the right fit. And B, her herself as the business owner, I would have loved to have her answer this question for herself. If she had zero dollars or a million, would she still make the decision? And that is the difference between making a decision out of desperation and abundance. Because odds are, if you are feeling desperate in business and you are grabbing at straws that something drastically is going to change things for you, I hate to bring it to you, but most of the time from what I see as a coach, most of the time... The tools rely already in your toolkit. It's just a matter of leveraging them. It's either your offer isn't connecting with your people, you're not in front of the right people, or you haven't talked about it enough. And usually it doesn't mean you need to reinvent and reorganize everything. Oftentimes it's just about, okay, that launch failed. How do I do it again? And maybe get a couple more people. Okay, that launch failed. I only had 20 people on my email list. What if I just instead focus on getting more people on that list and then I can launch again in six months? A lot of us just want quick wins. And the truth is, if we're looking for a big drastic change in business, sometimes it's just a slow, steady thing. So question one to run through your hell yes filter is, if I had zero dollars or a million, would I still make the decision? Question two, is this something future me would be proud of? So this question kind of stems from some clients or just business owners that I've talked to who maybe sales aren't quite where they want them to be. Bills are not covered. They're struggling month to month. The big question of do I get a part-time job or do I just stay full-time, full energy? The hard truth with that is it depends. But I want to challenge you because if you're of that mindset, you know, I've tried these things over and over again. I'm still part-time and I'm just not able to get this thing off the ground. 
maybe there is a season where a part-time job will actually allow you to have some level of peace and stability to get you to where you need to go. On the flip side, I have seen part-time people, people who are part-time in their business, part-time working, who are held back because they have this commitment to another entity. Recently, one of my past clients, granted, she was bringing in six figures part-time as a business owner, but her growth, I mean, she was still growing, but it kind of had this trend line that you could tell was going to plateau simply because she was still working part-time for somebody else. So in that situation, it did make sense for her to go full-time in her business, but I think it depends. And at the end of the day, I'm a big fan of like, get clear on where you want to go. So future you, what is future you want? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And then work backwards to ensure this decision, this opportunity, this potential squirrel syndrome you're experiencing today either helps get you there or it gets you off the path. I'm going to give you another example of getting off the path. I have, you know me, I'm always full of business ideas. I told myself I'm grounded right now until after the wedding, which crazy enough is next week. But I have a ton of ideas and I can be someone who can act quick. I mean, hello, my podcast is called Get Shit Done. So I I can be quick to implement stuff. And I'm clear on what I want for my future version of me and my business. But I have some ideas that are really good. And if I were to jump ship to explore those today, sure, maybe kind of fun projects. Sure, it could be interesting to look at and potential revenue streams, all of that stuff. But I actually think it would distract from where I want to go. So I myself am guilty of this and I'm not letting myself go down that path because there's certain things that I know for sure I want to build that need my focus. And the one person who got me actually to really like hit myself over the head and like understand this at a deep level was actually Alex Hermosi. I talk about him quite a bit. He's one, like one of the few podcasts I listen to semi-regularly, but he has this whole concept of at one point, I think he was CEO of seven different industries and companies like totally unrelated businesses. And they were all doing good revenue wise, but they were expensive to run. And his partner, who's now his wife and business partner, was like, if you're able to like bring in that much money in the door with seven different things fighting for your attention, imagine how much more effective you could be if you were just CEO of one thing. And the more he's talked about this, the more I'm like, shoot, I think he's right. Like, I have this tendency to want to have different projects going on. And I mean, I'm still consolidating my business to a point. But I'm just focusing on making what I have right in front of me better. And that's it. So that's a very long tangent. But all that to say, if future you involves really big goals and dreams, it might mean sticking with a thing right in front of you a little bit longer to make sure that foundation is solid. Any business owner I work with that wants to eventually launch something, which I would say nine times out of 10, I help people launch stuff. Whether that's an online store, e-commerce, that's the same thing, e-commerce, coaching, workshops, community, podcasts, other offers, team, more team members, more locations, whatever we're launching. The number one thing I always help them with first is getting house in order. And that's the stuff I'm talking about. So thinking of this hell yes filter, if you are make, at this crossroads with a decision to make, what decision you make Will future you be proud that you did that and thankful? Or is it? Or would future you be waving their arms like, oh my gosh, no, you're getting distracted. You just need to stick it out a couple more months. Then another question I want you to run this decision through is, 
am I doing this for me or for others? It's so interesting because when I started the coaching world, I thought I knew what people needed in business because it was during COVID times and I helped a lot of people apply for PPPs or get set up for that. I also helped people get into a rhythm of scheduling social media, which right now I absolutely do not want to help people do. So if you're listening and you want that service, I'm sorry, I'm not your person. Hit me up and I will refer you happily to some people who are great at that. But I was so convinced I knew what people wanted, that that's what I built instead of taking the time to understand what they wanted and then building that. That is different than making big time business decisions. So when I'm talking about listening to your market and market research, listening to your audience and then building something out of what they are communicating, that is different than what I'm saying right now, which is, are you making this very big decision because you want to or because other people are influencing your decision? So I just wanted to differentiate. Those are two different things in my book. You need to make the best decision for you. And that might mean, again, back to earlier, that part-time job for a couple months. That might mean talking to your partner, having a really hard, honest conversation with your partner. Hey, I know I'm not bringing in enough to cover the bills, but I really want to give this my full attention for the next quarter. Can we reconnect then and go from there? That might mean saying no to a really cool potential opportunity that you were hand-selected for I'm being kind of vague here, but I got invited to do this really cool thing. And there was a part of me that so badly wanted to make it work, but I realized it was a massive distraction from the businesses right in front of me. And I had to eventually say no. And I, I have FOMO sometimes because this thing went on without me and I knew it would, but you really have to ask yourself that question. Am I making this decision for me or for others? And others can be colleagues. Others can be how other people will perceive you. Others can mean a lot. So Hell yes, filter. Are you making this decision for you or for others? And then that next layer is, is this an ego decision? That big opportunity I was talking about was definitely an ego decision. I have to be honest that it stroked my ego. The opportunity was really cool and it stroked my ego. And I got razzled and dazzled and convinced myself that it was going to be like this massive cash flow injection into my business. And it was not. I don't know their situation currently, but last I researched, I don't think they're bringing in any revenue. And again, it would have just been a massive distraction from the stuff that I'm doing. Even though I was really honored to be selected, it was not the right thing. And I did end up wasting quite a bit of my time focusing on someone else's thing just because it sounded cool that I was a part of it. So check yourself before you make these decisions. You may or may not know, but I am getting married in a couple months, which is crazy. And part of that involves growing my hair out. I have a section of my hair that is much shorter than the rest, and I am on a mission to get everything at the same length. And to do that, I've been adding collagen into my daily routine. I throw it in my coffee in the morning so I don't forget to have it. Plus, it makes it taste delicious. I'm currently loving First Form's chocolate flavor. I have it linked in my show notes if you're interested in grabbing some for yourself. And it's also crazy that my nails are growing like a weed too. I knew that could potentially happen, but it's been really cool to watch it happen. So if you're in the market for a product that can help you grow your hair, clear up your skin, grow your nails, this is the one for you. Plus it tastes really good. The next question I want you to answer for yourself if you're at that fork in the road is, does this feel good with my soul? (laughs) Like, does this feel aligned with how I am as a person? Like morally, values, Does it excite me? And then I can figure out the business stuff later. And what that really means 
is so often I hear from people, they'll be like, oh my gosh, I got asked to do XYZ thing and they promised X number of dollars. I think I'm going to do it. And I'm always like, wait, what? Where did this come from? No, we need to make sure this feels good first and it aligns where future you wants to go and it aligns morally, spiritually, physically, all of those things first, and then you can build the business from that. A great example, I'm going to just say it, is the coaching world. There's like 18 different million thousand gazillion ways to be a business coach. You can have courses, you can have podcasts like I do, one-on-one coaching, group coaching, masterminds, mini minds, high ticket, low ticket. There's a bazillion different ways to coach. At the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you. So if you are building a business or you're at this fork in the road, don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Don't Google best, most successful coach unless unless you're not worried about it being aligned. But then at that point, like if you're just going after the cash and you're just rinsing and repeating, I feel like there's a lot of other ways to get quick cash than being an entrepreneur. Odds are if you're here, you're sitting here, you care. Like there's a part of you that wants to make a difference, that wants to help people, that wants to serve people, that wants to do different, be better, whatever that means for you. So make sure this decision you are entertaining aligns with that first, and then you can build the business after. This is something I didn't get when I started the coaching stuff. I was so about like, okay, we got to make sure we set up the course and it has a freebie. And then that funnels into my email list, which funnels into this and that and this and that. There's a time and place where all that stuff is important. But if you are at just decision-making mode, you shouldn't even think about that stuff because that stuff can be figured out. That stuff is all completely figure outable. If you need help setting up an email system, I got the person for you. That stuff should not be how you make decisions. It should be, I know where future me wants to go. This opportunity will help me get there and it excites me. It feels good. Great. Do it. If it doesn't do those two things, then don't do it. So that's what I have as far as questions for you to run things through. I thought it would be kind of cool just for authenticity reasons for me to share some things I'm currently saying hell yes to you. And maybe one of these resonates with you, but I'm going to share. I went through this filter and I wrote out specific things for me. So the number one thing I'm saying yes to is dream clients who are all in. I love you people. There are people who are listening who may feel like this is an attack. It is not an attack, but I've had to learn the hard way. I'm not for everybody. The very hard way, because I have this like superhero complex where I just want to save everybody. And oh, wow, I'm like kind of getting emotional. I have had to learn that I can't. I can't save somebody who is not in the emotional position and they're not able and willing to save themselves. I'm just a guide. I'm just Dumbledore. I'm just Pete Carroll. I'm just there to help guide them. At the end of the day, they have to be the one to do it. And there are certain people who, quite frankly, don't have it. And I say that with love and compassion, but it needs to be said. And that has been very hard because, again, I want to save everyone. And I'm realizing that I can't, at least in the way that my coaching is currently set up. I cannot and need to be even more picky about that. But that being said, I, on the flip side, when I work with certain people, I'm like, oh my gosh, we work so well together. They run and they sprint and they implement these things. And just the way that we communicate and the way that we show up for each other is so cool and feels really awesome. I want more of that. So I feel like for me personally, in my coaching business, I've gotten more and more aware of what that looks like, but it's hard. 
it's hard. There's days where I don't want to use the word regret, but there's days where I now in hindsight realize who I work best with even more specific. I was pretty specific in the beginning, but I continue to get even more specific with that. So I'm saying hell yes to dreamy clients that are all in and ready to just do epic stuff and they're willing to put in the work. I'm also saying yes to speaking gigs. I love this. I love sharing knowledge, sharing stories, being authentic, connecting with people and helping people. And speaking is its own thing. It's its own (laughs) industry, which requires its own strategy and how you show up, how you put content out there, the press packages you have to have, the canned speeches you have to have ready to go. And it's not something I am going full force into, but if the right opportunities come up, if you're listening and you're like, ooh, I didn't know you do that. I do speaking engagements for certain things. It kind of depends on who it's for and stuff, but I really enjoy it. So I'm saying yes to that. I'm saying yes to workshops and team trainings. That's something that's been interesting. Some of my clients um, in the last couple of years have teams and I've started to imp- incorporate team trainings into my coaching packages. And I I love it. I love being like a translator and making sure we have the right people in the right seats on the bus to make sure we're all going in the same direction. And I just really think it's cool to watch people become empowered because at the end of the day, the business owner has so much passion and vision for what they're doing. I love watching the staff help support that person and vice versa. It's really cool to see. And I love making sure that they all feel valued, important. And at the end of the day, they take great care of their clients. I'm also saying yes to retreats. (laughs) Shocking to nobody. Um, We are doing Baja 2024 again. At the time of recording, I think we only have four spots left. In fact, I have to text my co-host to see if that's even true. It might be less by now. But I, I love retreats. I love getting to watch so much transformation happen a short amount of time. And I love watching people connect and collaborate in whatever way that looks like. I'm also saying yes to more simplicity and repurposing. I have quite a few systems in my business that work for now, but I'm thinking of consolidating even more. I don't want to go too deep into this, so my inbox doesn't get overwhelmed with people wanting to help me with a specific platform that I'm considering. But but yeah, I am really calling in simplicity and repurposing stuff. Like I put so much heart and energy into this podcast, whether it's a solo episode like today or the guest episodes where we have the guest speakers or the hot seat coaching. I put a lot of effort and energy and strategy into these episodes that I want to be able to share them in other ways, ultimately, so more people can see them and get help in this level of business. And I'm also saying hell yes to more help, (laughs) whether that is hiring and having my employee work more hours or reaching out to different team members or doing more collaborations, the wedding stuff, all this stuff. It's I have a hard time asking for help and it's something that I'm trying to say yes to more. And the last thing is I'm saying yes to more dancing because there's always room for more dancing. <laughs> so that's what I have for today's episode. I would love to hear how you build your hell yes filter. I think it's important to have your own process, but I think the core questions that I mentioned at the top of the episode are tried and true and really important to be able to answer for yourself anytime you're at the point of making a big, potentially life-altering decision. And I'd love to hear what feedback you have. So if you could comment 
wherever you're listening on Apple or Spotify, let us know in the comments or YouTube because we're there too. Let us know what you think of this episode. Let us know maybe what decisions you made because of it. And the last thing I didn't even put my notes, but needs to be said, always sleep on it. At least one night, at least take one night. I've helped hire people. I've helped fire people. I've helped massively revamp businesses. I've helped open new locations. I've helped be alongside really big business decisions. And all the time I always say, sleep on it. So that's what I have for you. Take the rest of the time after this episode to really dig into your business, how you make decisions, and ultimately build your own hell yes filter and let me know how it goes. And I will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope it was valuable and prepared you to take bold, decisive action. And remember, there's no shortcut for the show up. So go do the thing. Check out KelseyMarieKnutson.com slash podcast for all the notes and resources we mentioned in the episode. If you found the podcast extra helpful, please leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, or share it with someone who needs to hear it. As always, I love what I do, and it's because of you. That's all for now. Let's make this month matter and get shit done.